I'm I'm fucking I'm just cranky and I tried to I like told you as you were logging in like okay you're getting feisty Ray today. All right, feisty Ray's, Ray. Ray's fucking cranky. <laughs> This has been, I don't know what this was. This was free games and no free games at all. <laughs> I'm going to cut this episode right here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, that bonus content, 37 minutes of two of us talking about our week because we haven't talked to each other in a while. You're a podcast with a deeper look at the play experience and the finer details of running and writing games. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. <laughs> we are queer women speaking with authority about games. And yes, we swear. Die, die mad about it. it. Uh, All right. I'm, well, that was a good episode. That was great. It was great. Glad, glad we did this. Cut um, it. Everybody it. get out. Edit. <laughs> uh, I guess we should do the actual episode now. Yeah, I We've got two sure. episodes in the bank. This is great. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I you, I don't know if you think I'm joking. I'm not joking. I'm turning this into two episodes. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> uh, you know, we've been really heavy lately. Yeah, have we been really heavy lately? I feel like we have. We talked a lot about discourse and we talked about, uh, you know, being exploited. And uh, yeah, when, yeah. When the episodes before then were... Uh, my episodes with D, which are all like really mechanically intense. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, like that's true. Been. Yeah. Yeah, we've covered some covered some dense topics. Yeah. Um. So you know, as 2020 crawls slowly to its own death, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe let's talk about something like fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's just have fun for once. <laughs> let's just get loose maybe it's part of our creative therapy yeah your creative therapy let's just have fun um today we're not going to talk about gaming discourse nope we're going to talk about the things that inspire us we're going to yeah. talk about what gets the juices flowing what you know you know you know things you know that we think are cool the shit we like yeah it's really more than that. It's it's the stuff that, you know, the stuff that makes us want to make the things that we make. Our inspirations are aesthetic. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's whatever. I see here on the outline that you want me to start this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I went alphabetical order. I didn't okay. want to put myself first. It felt self-aggrandizing or fine. whatever the opposite of self-aggrandizing is. What am I trying to? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Monica. Sure. Yeah. What inspires you? Man, <laughs> I always have a hard time talking about this because whenever someone asks me to recall something, like, hey, Monica, what's your favorite song or favorite album? And I fucking love music. But whenever someone is like, what's your favorite musical thing? I'm like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've never heard anything ever. I have lived in my cave Lived in a cave my entire life. My favorite what thing is, is dirt. music. I've never <laughs> seen favorite... the sun. <laughs> my favorite thing is dirt. <laughs> <laughs> 
so um <laughs> yeah well, and i also okay so like i looked at your list of stuff and i think we have a lot of things in common so this is probably just gonna be us hollering about our favorite we stuff have together. things in common imagine <laughs> i know that's a wild idea <laughs> Uh, but, you know, us being friends and having things in common and being kind of chaotic is literally what all of you are here for. So, you know, yeah. Um, let's talk superficially. I like things that are very exciting, even if they're stupid. Um, I enjoy a plot that gets the heart rate up, even if it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I like high action, also even if it's stupid. Uh big plots like just over the top nonsense and when i start talking about things that i have examples of you will be like ah yes okay um and eye-catching character design and all of these even if they're stupid like <laughs> i like uh, that you have to keep with the caveat like, like even if they're stupid, stupid. I, and in my head i'm like especially if they're stupid, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> especially if they're just fucking ridiculous um so you know exalted was made for me specifically as it is all of yeah. these things, including yeah. often yeah. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I also like genre bending. Um, and my you have different examples of this because you also like genre bending. But I'm going to call out uh, Sailor Moon, which is a genre blend of sci-fi, epic fantasy, the Sentai team genre, and also Magical Girl. Um, so it is many genres kind of at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and Scrapped Princess, which is a science, a, a sci fantasy, which is actually a spoiler. I keep... Oh, I keep chin checking my mic. Um, uh, yeah, spoilers for a 15 year old show. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out! Watch out! Uh, it, was, it was yet. it was never popular, so I don't know that I'm ruining it for anyone. <laughs> uh, and also, all of these things are things that are exciting, full of action, have big big plots, and are also sometimes capital S stupid. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sailor Moon is really dumb. And I say that like with with an immense amount of fondness. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean like I okay, so I should mention and clarify that I'm specifically here talking about the Sailor Moon manga, not the '90s TV show. Oh, um, right. I mean, yes. the '90s TV show is dumb in an extremely lovable and charming way, and you should watch you should watch it because it's fun and like bubblegum in a in a very enjoyable like pleasant way. Uh, but yeah, the, the Saturday morning cartoon like, kind of way. Yes, in a very like get make yourself some pancakes and a warm drink and watch some sailor moon because it is just relaxing and fun and doesn't require your brain to be on and it's very saturday morning comfort very much so but like the have you read the manga did i mention yes, I have. The manga? Yeah, yes it's really fucking good like yes uh it's very like, young adult as yes. opposed to little girl yes it's very young adult as opposed to little girl and like uh one of the, like, the third arc, which is my favorite, involves, like, a conspiracy to bring a malevolent entity from another dimension into the planet to literally poison it and take it over. That is yes. a big plot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the fact that this happens uh, awakens a whole series of new characters who have, like, foreseen the end of the world and know that they have to, you know... Uh, engage in great sacrifice to stop it and so like they're antagonistic to the the main five at first and like truthfully they're just cold and reserved because they are the people who protect the universe the, the solar system from external threats and like they've kind of fucked up in the fact that these things have already gotten here and like also all of it takes place in a high school so you know it's, it's, it's uh 
that's a big plot and that's like heavy and also very stupid um yes yeah uh but like uh but so earnest but so earnest yeah it's and not like, stupid in the like haha look how dumb we are it's just so fucking earnest yeah um and uh scrapped princess is this really good self-contained like 24 episode story uh about like the post post apocalypse apocalypse version of Japan which uh after the like mega weapon nuclear war destroyed literally everything else um some of the sentient robots and a couple like ancient humans were like all right we'll put all the people in this part of the world uh and we will strip them of all the ability to advance in modern technology. So they're basically like dark ages trapped. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll just cordon everybody le- else left in this little prison. Uh, and they will be none the wiser. Uh, and except that someone coded into like the human genome, that there would be someone who would eventually break that and then restore progress and like begin the process of, of recreating the world as it was. Uh, oh, okay. But it starts off as being like this is just a fantasy anime, and uh, where people have magic and shit. But magic is actually like ancient nanotech that people have mastered but don't understand. Uh, and like it slowly peels the layers back that like this was actually the ruins of uh, a future world. <laughs> and, yeah, okay. it, and And at the very end, it's like actually it was our world. Uh, and the last battle takes place in space. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, like, all these things that are made out to be, like, they're gods, they're unstoppable spirits are actually, like, ancient super weapons. Who okay. are, like, AI. Yeah. <laughs> like, living AI. It's really good. Yeah, that's um, my shit. That is your shit. And I think you'd really like it a lot. And some of the character c- designs are very dumb. But, like, uh, <laughs> but it's a very, very good story. And, like... Wait, uh, unfortunately, I've like ruined the twist for you, so now you know going in. Uh, but it's really fun to watch with people who have never, who don't know it from the beginning, and watch that like the surprise as the layers get pulled back. Um, That's because cool. it's an, because it's also an anime, so there's like parts where you like the scenery in the background or like a thing that people are traveling through, and you're like, that looks like the remnants of a highway bridge. Cool. <laughs> Weird. Uh, and then it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder until like it's very clear that the main character is the person who's going to break everybody free uh, and that's why everyone wants to kill her and they don't make anime like they used to (laughs) (laughs) it's it's just it's really fucking good it's probably my favorite anime of all time for that yeah I love that shit I love that that you think it's magic but it's technology I love the it was earth all along shit (laughs) like that's that's my jam yeah, it's really good, and I I should put a uh, I have an old set of DVDs, and I wonder if they put it on Blu-ray. It was never a popular show, so I don't know if if it got a if it got an update. I'll have to look. I'll look at that when we're done. Um, here are some other favorites. We both really like anime and video games, and especially JRPGs. Um, obviously, Sailor Moon and Scrap Princess. I also really like Noir, which is like and now for something completely different. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kill a Kill, Star Driver, Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant, just to round out my favorite animes i mean yeah uh uh and then i also on the video game side of things i'm i was deeply inspired and and, you know yeah inspired aesthetically whatever by um shimigami tensei 3 nocturne 
which is also not a, a weird, unpopular game, but it is getting a Switch remake next year, and I'm very excited about that. Oh, um, neat. I'd like to fuck. play it. It's very hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are you suggesting? <laughs> I'm just, I'm not suggesting anything. I'm just warning you. Ray, don't get ahead of yourself. It's really hard. No, I just, like, that's not like, Ray, don't play it, you dumbass. You couldn't possibly Ray, play a hard game. you fucking moron. Ray, you fucking <laughs> dipshit. How dare you want to play a hard game? That's more of a warning that, like, it's pretty hard and kind of grindy. So, like, yeah, know right. that going in. Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, Soul Calibur 3, and Disgaea, the original one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Those last three, especially for like totally flashy like ensembles of yes. these, like bizarre characters with diverging goals, yep. and also like an importance on weaponry. Yes, big cool yeah. weaponry. Yes, uh, big cool weapons. Yeah, Nocturne is about again. I I guess I should also put in there that I really like like post post apocalypses. <laughs> uh, I do like, too. Like a cataclysm. This is like this big. Uh, like biblical cataclysm that happens, um, and again, sort of like Scrap Princess, like Japan is this epicenter of this thing, and like all these people. <laughs> I mean, sure, who why want not? To... Sure, why not? Well, it's a Japanese game. If it were American, it would take place in like you know New York. Exactly, it'd be in or like California, California or New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't blame them for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like so, um, so like Japan is the epicenter of this cataclysm, and all these forces. Um, want to claim the power to like remake the whole world in their image, um, and you are this uh, this gremlin who uh, <laughs> the, you are this gremlin who the devil saved, uh, okay, and was like mm, you get this weird fiendish power to like communicate with all the and like everybody either like got turned into spirits. Uh, and or like just the 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 gates of myth were let loose. So like the people you can have in your party are like disease spirits from Polynesian myth and like Thor. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right. But you co- you catch them and collect them, sort of like Pokemon. Cool. Uh, but you don't. <laughs> it's it's got this really interesting like emptiness to it because you do not have a human party. There are no other people who are friends with you. You are this. Oh. You are the solitary human in the remains of this world where everybody kind of wants to use you as a tool and the only people that like kind of care about you is this rot- revolving door of monsters that you can communicate with. Huh. Um, and like you ultimately get to decide who wins in the end, which can include being like, no, I'm, I'm going to become uh, a true devil myself. And uh, I will I will decide to reign in hell like that. That is an ending you can choose. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, it it's full of puzzles. It's got a little platforming element. It's pretty grindy. I hope the Switch remake lets you save more often because save points being really spaced out are part of what makes the game so fucking hard. Because um, <laughs> you're like I. Everybody in my party has one hit point left. I'm gonna limp to the save point and hope that a random encounter doesn't happen before I get there. <laughs> 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 uh so yeah like that emptiness and like i remember it being really pretty but of course it's a ps2 game so <laughs> i'm sure it looks like ass yeah now. It, yeah <laughs> it's probably it's probably not so great yeah. <laughs> but at the time i'm sure it was beautiful yeah um so yeah that's that's probably the thing i think that needs the most explanation on that list but i hope that you try it out when it comes out on the switch because i think it's supposed to come out next spring Okay. Maybe maybe January. I'm not sure. Be- beginning of next year. Um, and I like I've we talked about a lot of Japanese stuff, 
Um, and I guess I've never quite been able to pin down why I like non-Western stuff more. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, when I was younger, I was super weeby and kind of gently racist about being like, Japan is better. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we were all, we were all once. young ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but I kind of feel like um, that's because JRPGs and anime are, are not shy about having women in leading roles. Um, or like telling yeah. stories about women, even if her titties are entirely out, like I'll deal with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just completely out. Like sometimes, sometimes you're like, man, I love this character, but she is drawn to be ogled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's really fantastically written and voiced and I really like her and I empathize with everything, but boy are her titties and ass out. It's just, just a bazongle on display. <laughs> just constant panty shots demeaning demoralizing yeah. yeah no one is safe no one is safe I, like sometimes not even then like sometimes a character is not demeaned by the plot and they are just on display <laughs> they're just <laughs> they're just demeaned just by virtue of just by virtue costume. of having a male gazy costume just just like, having uh, a body <laughs> i love her but she is naked um <sighs> I think there was also a time in my life when I read books, but I don't remember when that was. My brain has mm. been polished into a beautiful glistening marble by stress. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so shiny and smooth. Uh, and I'm sure I'm going to remember more things as we go as my garbage raccoon brain is reminded of stuff. So I'll probably jump in with like, oh, shout. No! When, you, yeah. when you bring things up. Wait, that thing too. <laughs> I just remembered. Wait. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be like that. Well, um, why don't we do the mid-episode break, and then I'll do some word vomit. Yeah! Yeah! Right. So, uh, bonus experience is brought to you by the Misdirected Mark Network. Bing! Thank you. Uh, (laughs) we have a Patreon, uh, which we need to go back and work on, but, like, hey, give us a dollar. We have a plan. Yeah, we do have a plan. We got it. We got it. I don't we think do. we've, 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 we haven't put a date on it yet is the thing. No. I think the next step is we need to put a date on it and then we yeah, can actually go like, oh shit. And the shit, panic shit. brain will kick in. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'll have to put it on my, my giant whiteboard. Um, yes. Yes. Anyway, we have a Patreon. Give us a dollar. We do extended cuts of episodes right now. Um, sometimes we do live shows that we haven't done that in a while. Uh, and we have a whole bunch of cool new stuff coming. Please support us. If you love our content, we love you too. Uh, we are we, also... and you can leave reviews oh, uh, yeah, i was looking yeah, yeah. at our reviews the other day we have a bunch of five stars thank you guys so much that's so nice of you to do that um and someone did in fact leave the review that we are like we're sassy with just a little bit of salt <laughs> i really appreciate that thank you <laughs> oh thank goodness um that's very kind of you it's true uh also i've been told that we are very chaotic uh, and I I appreciate that Yeah, we've that been hearing too. that a lot lately. Yeah, it's, just a, it's a brand. I think it's going to become a brand. Chaos is my brand! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you sh- we are sponsored by Nerdy Kepi. Um, they Did sell we do that yet? Quality clue. I'm just going to do it right nerdy. now. We're doing it again. <laughs> well, no, no, we didn't. We, I, we did Patreon. It's so didn't... nice. We talked about it twice. No, we, we, we went straight from Patreon to Nerdy Kepi, so we're good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they sell quality pride swag, like bags and dresses with pockets and i got a pair of gym shorts <laughs> with the bi pride flag and, and a galaxy shape uh, and i have two pairs of really cool shoes and they have masks and button yeah, down yeah. t-shirts so you can yeah. get your butch on button down t-shirts just button down shirts sometimes they're yeah. short-sleeved and dog uh, clothes 
Yeah. And uh, mugs and mugs, stickers. T-shirts. I got a tank top that says, kindly consider dying mad about it. Yes. Um, which does also come in but bonus experience purple. It's not nice. actually the XP shirt, but <laughs> not an official tie-in. <laughs> yeah, not an official tie-in. We will probably have official tie-in merch there soon. That's on the list of things we need to yeah, sort we, out. We, we, we've been working with Nerdy Cappy as as he gets his way through the holiday rush and yeah. this new Kickstarter that yeah. he's been managing, which is super successful. Um, what? Oh, should we should plug their Kickstarter? I Hang think on. it will be done by the time the episode comes out, though. No, we we plugged it in a previous episode. So, okay. Sorry. I yeah. hope you guys went to see it in the previous episode because I think it might be too late now. I hope not. Yeah. But he's making these really. It's called Proud to the Bone. He's making these really cool like enamel pins that have like neat animal skulls and flowers and pride colors, and it's really great. Yeah, it's really great. I bought a ton of them. Um. Use code BXPCAST for 10% off your order, and you can use that as many times as you want. There's no limit. Um, but it doesn't stack just, with other deals. Oh, it doesn't stack with other deals. But you no. can just always have 10% off just because you know us. How yeah. how nice is that? That's great. How many other friends get you 10% off everything when you go to Nerdy Kepi? No one else. No, no one else says that. Else. We are your only friends. <laughs> uh, if you like bonus experience, you'll also like... <laughs> Jung Hu Hustle. Train alongside fellow students Eric Farmer and Eli Kurtz in Jung Hu Hustle. Eric and Eli make their kung fu stronger by wa- watching wuxia films, then discussing how to apply their observations to game design. I thought that was really a- appropriate to today's episode. <laughs> Since we have so much wuxia like, in our backgrounds. Yeah. I do also really like wuxia films and martial arts films, and I just didn't get into yes. it. Yes. I haven't watched a good wuxia film in so long. There's a new Detective D, which is not really a wuxia film, but there's a new Detective D film on uh, Netflix. <gasps> no, what? I didn't yep. even watch the first one. You should watch the Shit. first one. They're, they are... <laughs> I have to go back and watch. I, I gotta go watch Detective D. Also, uh, anyway, I, wait. Okay, Alex wait. Guerrero has been <laughs> back in, to our show. Me to like... Right, right. Now back to our show. Alex Guerrero has been inviting me to like play fighting games on his stream. Um, yeah. He's the, drag- the Dragon Hearts guy. And we should play Dragon Hearts with him sometime. Yes, we Earth. should. Uh, and I ran and randomly Eli Kurtz was also <laughs> invited. And I was like, Eli oh, hey. Kurtz. Hello, Eli Kurtz from John Who Hustle. It is Monica from Bonus Experience. <laughs> <laughs> like two neighbors in the same apartment complex. Hey, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> like that meme. <sighs> Anyway. Yo! <laughs> that's, hey. the, that's the sound that meme makes in my head every time I see it. Yo! Um, how about uh, you? Want to talk about your inspirations? About, it's your turn. It's your turn now. Me? Uh, um, well, just superficially, I really like video game soundtrack music and covers of video game music. I can't explain why that. I guess because, you know, a really good soundtrack is meant to, like, either create or recreate that emotional impact. So I just really, especially right now I'm into um, covers of Fire Emblem music because you actually, for I don't know why they're going so hard on copyright takedowns for the Three Houses music, but you can find a bunch of covers and they're really great. Um, I also really like uh, practical armor. (laughs) It can look cool. That's awesome. I love cool looking armor, but I also really like practical armor especially on female bodies because uh 
I don't know. I see a fucking, I see a bikini and I, and I, I just, I get so fucking angry. <laughs> I used to be okay with it. I used to be like, oh, it's cool. Oh, she's hot. Now it's like, fuck, she, her whole, her whole tits and ass are out. Like you were saying before. <laughs> she's going to lose a cheek. She's going into battle. She's going to lose a whole cheek. Um, I love practical armor. And if you can make practical armor look really cool, then that's even better. Um, I also really like uh, unique, like, punk subgenres and unique punk designs. Like, if you can actually take it beyond using, like, neon lights and East Asian orthography in your cyberpunk, like, you have a fan in me. But as soon as I see hiragana or kanji in in the picture of, like, some sprawl, I'd lose interest so quickly. It's just like, okay, right, cool. It's just one of another 500 paintings inspired by Blade Runner, and I'm just not fucking into it. I don't know. <laughs> I give, I'm, I'm the opposite of inspired. <laughs> it's uh, it's more like spite. Inspired. <laughs> Is that... That's nothing. That's, um, no, I liked it. But I, I like... Uh, I like... I like blends. I like mashups. I like, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in a genre blending the way Monica is, but it's weird that we have like divergent, like I've talked about this before with other people. Like there's the, the fork of people who watched Sailor Moon growing up. And there's the other fork that I went down watching Dragon Ball Z growing up. I, mean, I, <laughs> so, I, I watched both to be honest. I I I didn't I didn't have access to Sailor Moon for whatever reason. Maybe it was on at a weird time You're... during the day, or I didn't have the right channel back so when my, that mattered. My local channel played them back to back. I didn't have I didn't have that. Huh. I didn't just, have that your, at all. Your local channel just must have been different. I don't know, man. I I just had Dragon Ball Z, okay. and then I had uh, Adult Swim, and then I met I made a friend in high school who collected fan subs. Mm-hmm. Back when you had to get them on like VHS, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she moved here from California and had and illegally copied a bunch of them, a bunch of subtitle anime from her video store, and so just had a shit ton of subbed anime. <laughs> That's very good. Shout out to Jenny. That's fucking punk as fuck. <laughs> it is, and she was my internet friend who randomly one day was like, "I'm moving to Pennsylvania," and I was like, "Oh yeah, I live there. Where?" And then she was like, "I'm going to your high school," and that's one of the weirdest things that has ever happened. That's to me. fuck. Oh my god, <laughs> that is wild. Yes, you're so fucking lucky. I, you know, <laughs> I don't know if it was good luck or bad luck, but it was luck. It was a little of both. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, so uh, basically, I got more of the the shonen flavoring in my in my uh, formative anime. So I have a lot of like Cowboy Bebop and Trigun, like just sort of rattling around in there. Yeah, I mean, those um, are also extremely good shows. They're extremely you, good. You called um, them out, it, so I just decided I was going to talk about other things. It's also the uh, like that triumvirate they had of like basically space western when they had Cowboy yeah. Bebop, Trigun, and Outlaw Star on on uh, Adult Swim. And that was like my first real deep oh, man, dive into, huh? What? Oh man, Outlaw Star. Speaking yeah. of like sort of genre bendy space western fantasies. Yeah, like I still have a, a real soft spot for sci-fi westerns and space westerns and, and weird westerns. It's one of my favorites. Um, but it was my first like 
experience with like you can just take elements of one thing and stuff it into the other thing that's amazing like i just it blew my mind um i even like i finished trigun when i was god i want to say 16 or 17 and it even like it gave me like a minor crisis of creativity like the way it ended (laughs) for some reason resonated with me so much and i was like i'm never going to be able to create something as good as Trigun. <laughs> and I was like, I was 16. <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh, it's over for me. It was so good. <laughs> and just, I have since gotten over that. Trigun is still one of my favorites, but I'm, I don't feel like I'm never going to be as good as Trigun. There's far better things. Um, <laughs> but at the time I was like, whoa. And I, I think to get back to your, your thought on like, why did we gravitate toward anime specifically? I think mm-hmm. because it was so unlike what was on offer like from like from like western sources like you you have western cartoons at the time are going to be like you got the simpsons which is one i mean that's nothing (laughs) that's i mean it's the simpsons but it's not what we're looking for Uh, and then you'd have you know like fucking nicktoons or something or whatever's on cartoon network so to have something that's really beautiful and a really like different looking like aesthetic um and also have these stories that may have been pretty standard for eastern audiences but for western audiences are like what like what do you mean ranma one half is 10 seasons long and they don't get married at the end like <laughs> that's that would be the western ending right like right but the eastern ending or the for eastern audiences they just run off together and and i guess the the intent is that they continue to have more wacky adventures, but this is the end of the series. So I, stuff like that, I think. Um, And then also just, I think that because of anime's production cycle, they're just more likely to take risks with really weird shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess because it's animated and like, there's a lot of animated production there. Like you can tell much weirder and more interesting, not interesting, but like not that live action shows aren't ever interesting. Cause I like plenty of them, but like you can really get weird and experimental and tell you could not do revolutionary girl lieutenant as a, as a live action show. Probably not. No, probably like, cause it's something... really weird. Right. It's bizarre. It's just got and... artsy long shots. Yeah, <laughs> it's and, like, very weird. A lot of what, and they did that, like, some of the beautiful minimalist shots are because they didn't have any fucking money. Uh, like, yeah. like, some of the really gorgeous shots of, like, this is just the silhouette of the window, and we used light and shadow to show that two people are having an extremely serious conversation while you can see nothing but, like, their outlines, yeah. uh, is because they didn't have the art budget to do, like, full-scale animations. And instead you get this, like, gorgeous, like, visual moment of... Like and a lot of it's just just beautiful visual shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I like I know that cinematography is an art form, and you can shoot some really extremely visual things. But like, Utena is surreal and intentionally so. Yeah. Uh, and like, I don't know that you can do the the same kind of surreality outside of animation. You feel me? Yeah, I think it's really difficult to do. Yeah, like you you can, but it, it's it's. It it takes a really experienced eye and a, I, I don't know. You have so much control over the final product when you're right. animating it because you literally are creating it from scratch. Um, but that's a whole other thing on that's animation like, that goes back to when I was actually 
fooling myself into thinking I would be an animator later in life. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think I, I, other for other like like Eastern influences because I have so much of this like non-Western influence in my background. I really loved um, Shaolin Soccer and Kung Fu Hustle. I also like um, those movies a lot. I am a big fan of the early like Stephen Chow stuff because like I know I've talked about it before, but the juxtaposition of mundane with outrageous is is 100 my shit like the fact that this is soccer but they're using these advanced like wire foo techniques to play soccer is like i was all fucking about that and kung fu hustle the fucking landlady like one of my <laughs> one of my inspirations i want to be her someday um, and wuxia in general there was a time when i used to Back when back when blockbusters existed, you know, I would go to the that section of the blockbuster and just pick out a random like wuxia film that looked interesting or funny or had a had a concept that sounded like an exalted game I wanted to run. And I would I would just like once a week have a new kung fu movie under my belt. Um, I, 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 I hope that you have seen the classic Seven Deadly Venoms. I don't think I've seen Seven Deadly <gasps> Venoms. What it was, what is it was this? On, it was on Netflix for a little bit. It's like one of the it's one of the better and more famous Shaw Brothers films. Oh no. What? Yeah. Now I'm looking it up. Oh, you should it's very good. Now I'm looking it up. Seven Deadly Venoms. No, I don't know this one. Alright, I'll have I mean, to look it up later. Yeah, you should look it up. It was on Netflix, I don't think it is anymore. Because I, I watched it while it was on Netflix because it's a it's a classic. I yeah I've I I can't I don't I don't even think I could remember them by title I think you'd have to be like have you seen the one where and I'd be like yeah 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 I remember that one um uh where else am I on the outline what am I talking about Wusha um, Wusha so much '90s and aughts anime just so mu- I don't even I don't know anything about the new stuff like people talk about their fucking Bakamono Guitari and their I haven't seen Kill a Kill. Like I don't, right. I don't watch, I don't watch new anime. Kill, uh, I just Kill don't fucking Netflix, get into it. So, and I watched One Punch Man. I watched One Punch Man too because, of course, I did. I grew up on yeah. Dragon Ball Z. I watched One Punch Man. <laughs> um, I you got like, started on Mob Psycho see, for some reason. Didn't continue, even though it was really like jiving same, with me. Same. I don't know why I didn't continue. Uh, new anime, you should definitely watch. Because you like this, these sorts of things. I mean, Kill a Kill isn't really new anymore, but you should watch it. Yeah, um, yeah. Watch it with the con with content warnings. Uh, yeah, I've heard there's some. I've heard there's some dicey shit that happens at some point. Yes, there is. Um, I there Kill a Kill is one of those things where like this is really good. There are some things that I understand maybe deal breakers for people, but that doesn't stop it for me from being a really good story. There are some content yeah. warnings, assault, sexual assault co- content warnings. Um, and, but like, you like big characters, you like ridiculous over the top plots, and you like shows that are more or less about like action and fighting. And it is yeah. shown in anime about women, about two women more or less. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, and like the ultimate message is like about loving yourself, uh, and loving your body. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, which, like, occasionally, it's a Studio Trigger production, so Trigger always has a message and then undermines it by making jokes about it through the whole thing, which is one of the things <laughs> I don't like about them. So, like, the ultimate message is about, like, loving yourself and loving your body and, like, loving who you are and what you wear and, like, not being defined by other people. Like, that's... Yeah. But also, it's a fighting anime with weird clothes, clothes powers. But also, uh, like, all they tits out. 
Well, everybody's tits are out and everybody's dicks are out. Uh, everybody's That's true. Naked. I remember. I remember the three episodes I saw. Like there was some dickage. There is. And some I was like, dickage. all right, okay. Uh, the dudes are naked. <laughs> uh, and there's some uh, naked boys. You also like weird clothes powers, and that's like the thing that like everybody weird has. Clothes powers. Yeah. Everybody has. Everybody's superpowers comes from. I clothes. do like fashion magic, which is one yeah. of the reasons why Final Fantasy X-2 is uh, in the and whatever of my top five games. <laughs> and whenever the like major male characters like use their clothes magic, they get a full on naked magical girl transformation too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's and, good. And one of them's clothes magic is basically like. Uh, he's a sub, <laughs> so he has this like what? this objectifying bondage outfit on a dude. I can't believe anime is good again. <laughs> uh, and he's one of the best character. Like he's such one of the most lovable, likable characters in in the whole series. Uh, oh my god! So All like, right. uh, but also like they're constant. Like, occasionally, are like, oh hey, main character, we're gonna make fun of you for being fat, and she's not. Uh, and I'm like, God. come on, man. The joke, the yeah, like, right. the the point is at the end of the show, like everybody's naked and everybody's like good with being intimate and like close to each other and everybody loves themselves. And yet you you continue to take pot shots at the character, the main character. Come on, stop. Anime's bad again. I take it yeah, back. Yeah, anime's bad again. So like, there are some low points, but I think the high points vastly outweigh it. And I just finished rewatching it yesterday, so oh okay, it's fresh in my wow. mind. All right, uh, maybe Kill a Kill is worth it. I don't know. Yeah, it, you should it, also watch Demon Slayer. Season. I heard Demon Slayer is really good. It's really good. Also written by a woman. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. Uh. As that's far it. as that's like my, that's my modern anime recommendation. As far as me. shit that didn't come out of the east. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot. <laughs> I read a lot of Red Wall when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. And it and felt Animorphs. so cozy and so detailed. I. I got about 10 books into Animorphs and then realized it was never going to end, even at my young and tender age of like 11. And I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not putting all the time into that. <laughs> so uh, I gave up on you Animorphs. Know, I, uh, I did recently about- go back and read the last book and go, wow, I dodged a bullet at 11. Yeah, I never finished it either. Um, oh, Animorphs gets fucked up. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm aware. It starts fucked up. A kid gets trapped in the body of a hawk. Yeah, and then he's like, yeah, I was abused, so I'm cool with it. It starts yeah! from the beginning. It's great. Um, it's fucking awful, Animorphs. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Also, like, um, unfortunately, I think I, I really liked Harry Potter. I liked some of Harry Potter. Uh, I wasn't, like, I don't know that I was ever, like, super, super into it like some people No, were I was never super into it like some people but like they were books that i liked and i enjoyed reading and like it made me want to make books like i always like the idea of like a hidden parallel society or world that kind of has to stay hidden i I like that element in things which i think is why i really liked world of darkness and and Mm -hmm. why changeling really was my first game because it's it's you know it's about a parallel world that has to stay hidden um and and Changeling the Dreaming is even on my list here because it was kind of unintentionally the first game that I homebrewed because I didn't want to just play a knocker and I didn't want to just play a satyr. But for some inexplicable reason in the rules, it's like, you can't mix them. You can, you're either one or the other. And I was like, fuck it, I'm playing a mix of both. So I played a, a mixed satyr knocker character. Because <laughs> nice. fuck it, why, why can't I? Um, and, oh God. What else? I mean, recently it's been 
recently for me, it's been games. I haven't been doing a lot of reading. I haven't been watching anime anymore. Mostly I get really sucked into these really story rich games. Like everybody's heard of Undertale. Um, if for some reason you haven't played Undertale, please play Undertale. Yeah, Undertale's like, really ignore, good. Ignore your fucking cringe. Ignore this like fucking worship of irony and play Undertale. Undertale is so sincere and honestly so fucking good on every level play undertale undertale is a really brilliant deconstruction of the rpg genre it really is and and it's it's a beautiful story it's really well designed like visually um the music is incredible it's just it's a fucking good game play undertale there's no Uh, excuse and if you are the sort of person who like has dexterity problems or whatever and cannot play because it is a bullet hell game and it is not easy yeah uh, yeah, the yeah. There's definitely some very difficult parts, right? And then that may frustrate you and get stuck, and then you're not going to see the rest of the story. So, like, um, I think Steam Train way back when had a really good oh yeah, playthrough of the Steam it. Train there's... has a really good playthrough, yeah. and uh, Jacksepticeye know... has a really good playthrough. I know that the creator was like, "Don't want your playthrough," but like, listen, I understand that, like, for accessibility reasons, maybe you can't play this game. <laughs> I think a reason. I think originally Toby Fox said that because there were so many twists. And so many um, unique kind of like you had to be there moments in the game. But at this point, it's been long enough. I yeah. watch a playthrough. Watch there's a good, watch there's a let's plenty play. of good Let's Plays out there. And so, I do really like, recommend the one by, by Jacksepticeye. Yeah. Um, I know Steam Train is good. I know recently the Grumps live streamed it. But I think when you watch one of the older Let's Plays, when they already kind of know the plot beats, it's not as fun. Yeah. It's, it's really fun to watch someone get genuinely surprised by some of the things that happen. For sure. Um, I agree. I also really like just about anything by Supergiant, <laughs> which which everyone knows them right now for Hades, because Hades, you know, has rightfully made a huge impact. Um, but Bastion is still really fucking good. Bastion still holds up. Um, Bastion has a really great story about... Um, it's It's got, like, elements of, like, race relations and the arms race and, you know, regret and and rebuilding or starting over and it's it's a really it's really good really touching um transistor still routinely fucks me up transistor is <laughs> very good um transistor has kind of a bleak plot line like the world is ending basically um and the world is never really clearly defined like i still don't know like are you inside a computer is it just a really advanced society like there's no real explanation of the world itself but you know the stakes because it's about it's it's a, a lot of it is about relationships and especially the relationship the main character has with her sword boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> which is difficult to explain um but it's also it's also about voice and even though the main character a lot of people had some issues with like the main character is a woman but she is she's voiceless she has her voice taken from her basically by force um so her companion who is in her weapon narrates what's happening and she doesn't she's not able to respond to him with her voice but she still takes agency at different parts in the story like he'll tell her to do something in the narrative and you see in a cutscene she's doing the opposite because that's she's not that's not what she wants to fucking do and sometimes when she gets to a console she'll actually like respond to him in like a like in text like you'll see her type out a response to him and it's uh it's i just it's really fucking good transistor like some of the songs still make me like really misty um <laughs> i i guess what you can gather from that is i really like 
I like I really like relationships. I really like emotional impact. I love big fights and big weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I I like to subvert expectations with genre, and I like surprises and twists. And and I like you know sometimes I just like when they tits out. Sometimes that's okay. I'm okay with it. I um, guess same. Me too. <laughs> uh, look, there, there what was is... what's her name? Is it Jan Janet Lynch? Dude, I don't know. I can't remember the Who actress's name. Okay. She's like the quintessential like butch gym teacher from Glee. Oh yeah, and, okay. And and I just remember her like talking about all the seeing all the 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 female body exploitation like as a feminist has me disgusted and as a lesbian has me delighted. <laughs> <laughs> just I feel that. I feel that I feel on that. a lot of different levels. Yes. Um I mean that's me, man. That's fucking or at least what I could think of in the last 24 hours. Uh, oh, uh, I got marbles in the I, head. I read the last book I read. Two, I read two books last year that I really liked, uh, which was Spin the Dawn, which is very much a YA book. <gasps> yeah, I yeah. I, I think on... I recommended that one to you. Yeah, you did. Um, and I went. And I still it. haven't fucking. I need to add it to my list. Hang I'll on. Let you borrow my copy. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I also read Seven Blades in Black, uh, which I guess the author's sort of a dickhead. I don't know. He's a white yeah, dude, so. But I mean, if you can separate the art from the artist, then you know. Yeah, I. Yeah, he. He seems like we'll talk about it later. He seems like an asshole. Um, <laughs> but you know, okay. I was not ever going to be friends with him, so. Whatever. I mean, there you go. Uh, yeah, but like, so Seven Blades in Black is a book that they wrote specifically for me, and I have the sequel on my desk, collecting dust because. Uh, I no longer know how to read. Um, and, <laughs> uh, so like Seven Blades in Black is like a sort of final. What's up? Dark... I'm Ray. I'm 36. I never learned how to fucking read. Fucking read. <laughs> I learned how to fucking read. I forgot over the last year. Yeah. And yet I somehow wrote fiction this year. But uh, that's completely different. It's, it's like completely different. It's, it's a revenge story about a person who lost their powers and was wronged and is going after the people who took them from her in a very, like, I have a list kill Bill style way, but everybody's a weird mage and she's got a mage killer gun and she's a bisexual disaster. Uh, and, like, it's very clearly kind of not a good person, but the whole story is told from her first person limited perspective. Uh, so you don't realize what a kind of what a monster she is until the perspective pulls back at the very end of the book and you get to see her from outside herself and you're like, oh god, I rooted for this person the whole time. Ooh. And it, like, it, like, sends a terrible chill down your spine and she's got an awesome stone cold femme girlfriend who I love dearly uh, <laughs> who's nice. one of the best characters in the book and then they wind up with a useless guy for some reason uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's not that useless but it's just like here are these two incredible queers and then this straight dude who's with them uh, <laughs> and it like doesn't become love triangly at all good uh, I like yeah, that uh, it is a fantastic adventure story uh, I'm sorry Sam Sykes is maybe kind of a shit yeah that's what I hear I hear he's kind yeah. of a shit yeah that book's really good know. though yeah. uh, borrow it from your library if you feel weird about giving him money or borrow it from Monica. Or borrow it from a friend. Monica. Yeah. Borrow it from Monica, specifically. Oh. I mean, sure. Send her, send her a tweet. Mm-mm. Don't do this. Tweet at her, like, as soon as you finish this episode. Because her her, uh, her Twitter handle is uh, Zena Sun. Correct. Go ahead and send her a tweet. Mm-hmm. Asking her if she, you can borrow uh, Seven Blades in Black. Mm-hmm. And, you know, go ahead and give her, her your address, too. Like, in this very public forum, go ahead and mm-hmm. share your address. 
Nope. <laughs> and uh, she'll uh, go ahead and just ship that book right off to you, won't you, Monica? No, I won't. Uh, you should at Ray, Ray did a poll on Twitter, yeah. and yeah. ask her for book recs. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Or video, old video game recommendations. You'll just get a list of all the Redwall books. <laughs> as far as I know, those are the only books I've ever read because I can't remember any others. <laughs> I'm an English major. <laughs> We've both um, forgotten how to read. <laughs> we can't read. We can barely write. I definitely can't be on Twitter. So even if you at me, I don't think I'll answer you. Not for a week anyway. Yeah. Oh, by the time this comes out, I'll be out of yeah, my yeah, jail. Yeah, yeah, you'll be back. You'll be back. I'll be out of Twitter prison. <laughs> Self-imposed Twitter prison. I'll be back on my bullshit, making it everyone else's problem. Um, you can also just at us on the web. Uh, um, <laughs> at us on the web <laughs> at bonus exp cast. Point your internet browser. To http colon backslash backslash www.twitter.com slash I don't bonus fucking why are you letting me carry on like this? I was you waiting to see where that was going. Me. I thought you were you gonna say the website me name. There. Oh I was God. just like, I'm gonna just gonna let that ride out, see where that goes. You went to Twitter, I thought you were gonna give the our actual website name. Our Twitter is bonus exp cast. Yeah, and our website is bxpcast.com. Thank you. Thank oh. you. Yeah. Um, you can email us if you bonus really want to. Bonusexpcast at gmail.com. Uh, I occasionally remember to check it. Monica will check it. Just just tweet her. Tweet no. her to check the email. Don't do um, this. <laughs> do, do not do this thing. Uh, um, oh, we're part of the Misdirected Martin Network. Yep, thing. <laughs> did, did that, was that even legible? Am I... Saying words. Is it? I'm falling to pieces, Monica. I'm falling to pieces. Oh, my God. Anyway. Oh, God. Please. <laughs> Just let me end the episode. Just let me... How do I do this? How do... You tell me to go, because I'm very hungry. I please, gotta eat something. Please go. Okay. Everybody, everybody Just get out. Go away. I have to go not tweet. Yeah, go <laughs> not return play, to your misery. Not play Pokemon Shuffle Mobile. <laughs> Change it if you want to. Promise Asterius is written and produced by Monica and Ray. Their sweet logo and art are by Nina Studios. And their bitchin' theme song is reused always with delight by Analog by Nature. Used under the attribution non-commercial Creative Commons license. Me, I can't wait to play my raccoon totem full moon lunar exalt when exalted essence edition comes out. See you next time.